Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> Six minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Seven minutes after 9 now. And uh, this is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. James was asking me right before he went on the air if I'm a little hyper. I am. I, I've been drinking coffee. I've been really sucking down the coffee today. I, I really I started off with some really heavy iced coffee on the drive-in. I mean, you were just giving up-to-the-minute time, 907, 9.07. 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.07, 9.
again, not in the white chicks, but this is something about her. So she gets up there. <laughs> you know you, what? What is it with I'm you? I'm just being honest. You know, it was it was Sarah Huckabee for the longest time. Another white chick that yeah. was for some bizarre reason. I'm just like, hmm. Now the representative from Florida. Uh, I, there's just something about her that I I found interesting. Cat Kamek. Just something about her. And uh, <laughs> but she gets up there and she really kind of she says they want. And this is where my wife and I both were. We watched this live. We're like, and we kind of. We've been sort of tacitly paying attention. We had it on all day while we were doing other stuff, you know. But she came on, and we both were like, we're right there watching. And she says, they want us divided. They want us to fight each other. That much has been made clear by the popcorn and blankets and alcohol that is coming up over there. Uh, meaning, I'm assuming what? Like, uh, the, the whatever the area is before you get into the chambers... Right, because weren't they making jokes about let's bring some popcorn? It's another day of of watching, you know, Republicans go at each other and stuff. And it, now I'll tell you about the reaction here in a second. But just on what she said, would that shock you? Would it shock you that a bunch of legislators, especially Democrats, who you know already kind of know what they're doing and they just have to sort of watch this thing, would it surprise you if they weren't like doing shots and stuff? <laughs> Maybe they have their own drinking game going on. Well, I mean, would it shock you? No. Not, not at all. It wouldn't uh, but, shock me about anybody in, the, in, in, in that, that chamber. chamber no. And, but she said that, and they all, and now she's pro McCarthy. Get, get, get me, don't get me wrong. But she said that, and they all started booing her, and they wanted to invoke something where they can remove her words from the record and stuff. Alexandria Ocasio, Alexandria Orifice Cortez, sorry, I almost mispronounced her name, tweets, if only, if Dems took a shot every time McCarthy lost a Republican, we'd all be unconscious by now. Fair point for once from her. But come on, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 they, these people are all chronically alcoholic. I'm just <laughs> the people that run our country are, are chronic alcoholics. And I'm they just, could, you know, I mean, and they couldn't survive British Parliament where they just yell at each other left and right, right across right. the tables. That's yeah, like almost Jerry coming Springer to fisticuffs. Oh, well, I, well, that, well, but I love that stuff. But see, that's how our style of government was originally designed. You didn't get into this crap for a career; you got into this to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. And in the early days, the early congresses of this country, that's how it was. They'd get into each other's faces. They'd call each other reptiles. Uh, they'd sack your house if they didn't. If you if you if you had some kind of you know big enough argument, you'd come home and your house would be trashed. Now it's wheeling and dealing and and liquor carts in the hallway. <laughs> you son of a motherless goat! You son of a motherless goat! You filthy lint licker. <laughs> Cootie queen. You you less than a silly person. <laughs> I fight in your general direction. That's why I want to see Cat Cat uh, Kamek. I almost got called a Cat Hammock. I'm sorry. Cat Kamek. I wanted her like, like like her last, you know, statement. Like I fart in your general direction. Just like lift the cheek and let it happen. Oh, come on. It was no. one of those it was one of those big old Florida farts. <laughs> Right to the microphone. Well, you know, when then you, go over and hug Kevin McCarthy. When you look at how they're regressing to high school activities, yeah, you know, in their debates, I don't think we're too far from that. They're playing quarters, yeah. <laughs> exactly. In the in, you know, in the in the side in the hallway, they're playing beer pong. <laughs> and then when things get real heated, you mean behind the Lincoln Memorial at three, pal? <laughs> so another full day of this nonsense. And again, I don't really. I, I again, I, I'm, I, I hate the, the, as a talk show host, you should never be in this position where I don't really have a, a a very definite, passionate opinion on either side of this thing. There are pros and cons to both sides. Uh, as I said yesterday, you know, on the one's hand, it's great. You got somebody fighting the establishment 
community there, the fighting the swamp, standing up for the swamp, even though it's more than likely the dude's still going to get it. I love how we but already moved into the office. He already moved his crap into the office. It's a little presumptuous, aren't we? That is, that is hilarious. And then, uh, but you you also have, you know, the optics of, look, Republicans are in chaos, and it's like we always say, that, you know, Democrats, uh, you know, if a, if a freaking koala bear was running for, uh, you know, Speaker of the House, but it was a Democrat koala bear, they'd all be behind the koala bear, and they wouldn't, you know, you, you could run a, a, a black adder, you know, and it says you could... You, you could run an asp, okay, as the uh, as the uh, speaker of the house, and they'd all be right there. Yeah, it's the best asp in the world. Oh, it's going to be a great. This asp is going to be a great speaker of the house. Just don't let them bite you. Best asp ever. Best asp ever. But you know, Republicans are always at each other. So there's good and bad to it. It's all very deeply political, obviously. I'm just saying that when Cat Kamet came on the screen. I don't know. I was kind of happy I had a really big TV and high def. And what? I didn't mean that as fat shaming. I'm like, she filled up the screen, and I was happy for it. What do you mean by her commanding presence? Or yes. Okay. We should the, the girth that. of her presence. What's that? We should clarify that. I, I'm just saying. I took notice when Cat Kamek started talking. Right. Whereas when most of these people start flapping okay, so their gums, I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to ask you drifting this. off. Toby Gray, I'm drifting away. What? Straight out, okay. we're going to ask you this right now. Sure. Did you find her sexually attractive? Is that why you were... Mildly, oh, and I, I'm not sure why. You see, that's all the, <laughs> It didn't even matter to you what she was saying. Okay, I see pictures of her now. I was mildly attractive. A little bit of Stifler's mother. <laughs> Who's Stifler? American Pie. American Pie. I've never seen What's it. Her name? Are you serious? What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Uh, oh. Yeah, I can't think of her. Last well, I don't name. know. I just anyway. But that's what I see, Don. Yeah. A little bit just, of Stifler. There's something mom. about her, and I'm not even. I'm again. You know, I, I love my wife. My wife is the prettiest girl in the world. Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. That's her name. Jennifer I'm just Kulish. saying. I saw Cat Kamek. I'm like, hey. I don't know why, but there's something about you. You are, you are a pervy little man. I'm not pervy. There's a difference. There's history happening right in front of no, me. No, I'm yeah. saying it'd be perverted well. if she was a goat, and I was looking at her going, Ugh, that's a perversion. But, you know, in the meantime. She's a female, I'm a dude. You're watching history unfold in front of your very eyes. Right. And you're thinking you want to challenge her to a Australian rules wrestling match or something. I, I'm just saying I'd wrestle that chicken jello. <laughs> You'd lose. I would. I wouldn't care. Yeah. And I've wrestled some chicks in Jello. Down goes Riva. It's one thing I got going for me. I wrestled. I, I've wrestled strippers in Jello. I can claim that. Yeah. Been on the bus with Willie, and I've wrestled strippers in Jello. And Cat Kamek looks like somebody you'd want to see in a big old waiting pool of Jello. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's take a little break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, you know, very often, I mean, we whenever the president makes a speech or gives some, you know, a public, uh, some public uh, commentary, we always have the audio, and I know we have the audio for this, but I think sometimes with Biden... It, it almost works better if I just read the actual quote to you in a very serious voice. Okay, this was uh, the president yesterday. Uh, he was in Kentucky talking about infrastructure. He was near the Brent Spence Bridge. And uh, he was talking about the success of infrastructure funding with the omnibus bill. Mitch McConnell was there. Oh, boy. Mitch McConnell was there on his knees kissing Biden's left ass cheek in Kentucky. Getting mummy dust all over his face. (laughs) Uh, And the president had this to say. Words that will resound through the hallways of, of history. Our best days are ahead of us. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I've been doing this a long time, folks. Our best days are ahead of us, are not behind us. I've long said, 
I mean this. I have never, ever, ever been more optimistic about America's prospects and am today. Never. Never. I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. I was the paraphrase, the phrase in my old neighborhood. The rest of the countries, the world is not a patch in our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. The words of President Joe Biden yesterday. Did you know that he is the paraphrase of the phrase of his old neighborhood? Doesn't that comfort you? As you're driving through over potholes and uh, and and wondering, you know, if in, in the next winter, in the next winter snap, if your electricity is going to work, aren't you? Can't you at least rest comfortably knowing that all these other countries are not a patch in our genes? And again, that Joe Biden is the paraphrase, the phrase in his old neighborhood. We need to have these words, you know, like carved into a monument somewhere. Uh, he also said he intends to go down to the border. <laughs> he's, he's meeting uh, next week. He's going to Mexico uh, to meet with the, the president of the, well, the guy the cartels allowed to be president uh, of Mexico and also uh, Justin Trudeau from Canada, because uh, I think that's important. I think anytime you can speak to Justin Trudeau, big, important things happen. And when asked about the border, I think it was Ducey. Of course it was Ducey. <laughs> right before he gets on Marine One. You know, he wanted to know if, if uh president's going, going to the border. He has the intention of going to the border. Now, you got to be careful with Biden. He is the president, and like he said, he's not going to the Pope's memorial service, right? Because, well, it takes thousands of people. Uh, it takes thousands of people for the president to attend anything. Thousands of people. And uh, uh, so he can't go to the Pope's memorial, uh, former Pope's memorial service. And uh, yet he has the intention of going to the border next week. He intends it. <laughs> do you think he's going to the border next week? Do you do you think he's he's going to to be there at the border next week? No, I I, I don't either. And I'll tell you why, and then we'll take a break. Um, the the instant Joe Biden sets foot near the border, he has to acknowledge what's going on, and he does not want to have to acknowledge what's going on. Does that make sense? So his. He may be talking about the Canadian border. <laughs> he intends to go to the Canadian. Jeans. Canada's not just a patch in our jeans, buddy. <laughs> uh, Sam, very quickly. Sam, how you doing? <laughs> hey, good morning, Senor Raima. Hey, um, what was the name of that representative from uh, Florida that you uh, were lusting over? Cat Kamek. Yeah, I wasn't lusting far, over her. I just had a momentary thought. And and the second you heard it in the back of your mind, you heard, "Let's get ready to rumble." I I just you know I I just and I appreciate the call, man. I I, I appreciate the call. I got to go, Sam. I had a momentary thought that there was something interesting about her. That's it. Then I went right back to ogling my wife. Okay. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. You know, we got a bunch of illegal aliens down there in the southern border. Got a bunch of illegal aliens uh, uh, being bussed and flown across our country. We take in about 7,000 illegal aliens every day. We expect we got about 5 million illegal aliens in this country since all this stuff began. I, I just kept using the word illegal aliens there. Did you notice that? Did that Did that bother you, me, me saying illegal aliens? Does that bother you? Uh, I want to take a call, but then we'll. I'll tell you why I'm bringing this up. Uh, here's Trisha. Trisha, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are you doing today? Another day in showbiz. <laughs> oh, you got it. 
<laughs> I feel like that old song. I don't care the rules of friends as long as I got my plastic Jesus riding on the dashboard of my car. I got a plastic <laughs> Jesus on my dashboard, too. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> For you, man. Uh, what happened to that Fetterman over the holidays? Uh, talk, some information came to me about yet another one of those strokes. What's this? He had a stroke. Another stroke. That Fetterman guy, they, they elected to the Senate. Oh. You know, that guy that looks like Hulk. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, uh, I understand he had a stroke. My sister lives up in New York. She's like panicked freak out because they got a prison up there. They're, you know? they're saying, now I got somebody's saying he had another stroke. Yep. Do you know anything about it? No, I, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, I need to follow up on that info. I guess I guess the Democratic Party is kind of buried that Wow. Well, you know? well, he was sworn in, I guess, yesterday. I didn't see it, but Trey saw it and said it was yeah, really weird. Kidding. Oh, man, we couldn't even talk. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he said he couldn't uh, couldn't barely yeah. do where he was, and no, I missed no, no, it. No, I, no. I didn't see it, but Trey did. Yeah, my, my sister said he had another stroke. They had to hospitalize him. Um. No, and uh, well, I don't know why. They didn't elect his wife into the Senate, so why the heck is she hanging out, you know? I don't I know why. Jill Biden's the actual. I got to run, Trisha, but Jill Biden's the actual president. President, We all kind of know that, or at least she's she's doing his job for him at this point, I think. Um, no, I brought up the, the word illegal aliens because uh, and it's not a big story. Uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about this or if it's been a huge story, but you have this broadcaster out of North Carolina State, Gary Hahn, who uh, during the December 30th uh, game between uh, the Mayo Bowl, I don't know anything about sports or football, but it was uh, between North Carolina State and Maryland. And he's, uh, he's while giving, I'm looking at the Breitbart story here, while giving a scoreboard update on the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas, Han referenced illegal aliens. He said, amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14, Pittsburgh 6. <laughs> Jab. And he got, he got suspended for saying what? Illegal aliens. Well, they just reinstated them yesterday. But, you know, some people really still have a problem with that. But if you're an alien and you're here illegally, you're an illegal alien. Right. Uh, I I think people, I think people who get all bejiggity about somebody being called an illegal alien, are the very people who uh, don't really give a crap as far as what's actually going on on the border. People who get all bent out of joint over somebody saying illegal aliens. Uh, are 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 using that issue to ignore. The fact that we don't have a freaking border, that entire towns are being destroyed and overrun, and baby, you look at those videos out of El Paso that Myra Flores put out last week, and that's here in San Antonio, coming real soon. That's going to be every town in America. But if you're all bajiggity about illegal aliens, you don't care about that. You don't care about fentanyl. You don't care about dead babies stuffed with drugs. You don't care about sex trafficking. You care over your own sanctimonious bullcrap is what it is. You know what? If you're an alien to this country, alien itself is not a bad word. Illegal in and of itself is not a bad word. It describes uh, describes a status. Illegal. They are, they are aliens who are here illegally. They are illegal aliens. I don't give half a crap who feels upset or bad about that. <laughs> Especially, frankly, if you're an illegal alien. You know, I, so this guy, I'm glad this guy, I don't watch sports, I don't watch college football or whatever the hell this is, but I, I, I don't know who Gary Hahn is, but I'm glad he got his gig back. It was a great, it was actually a funny line, <laughs> I thought. James laughed. <laughs> that was funny. Amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14, Pittsburgh 6. The only thing funnier would have been uh, an attendance number. (laughs) 30,000 in the stands, 500,000 in the streets. (laughs) 500,000 downtown milling about. (laughs) 
So, yeah, call me up if you're offended by that comment and, and let me know what's what's bugging you. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. Uh, it's Sean on a Thursday on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Got some updates on Damar Hamlin. Uh, James and I were just talking about this. He is neurologically stable and sound, so there's no brain damage, right? Right. He is getting, the, and beyond that, they're saying he's getting better every day. Uh, Little of, improvement. One of his teammates said that he was awake, mm-hmm. and this improvements were significant over the last 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. Good. So it looks good. like homeboy's going to make it and be fine. Good. That's good news. It's good to hear. I'm happy for him because that was a scary, scary moment. And I, it kind of leads me into another story. And I, I, you know, I, I, I the, 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 the question that keeps coming up, and, and we're all asking it, because, uh, and Trey's right about this, so we talked about this on Where and Rima. Almost immediately when this happened on Monday night, one of the narratives or one of the explanations you started hearing was about this arrhythmia thing. Where if if the heart and we see this in baseball on occasion when somebody takes a, a fastball to the chest that um, if you slam into the heart area at a certain moment when the heart is at a certain beat it can shut the heart down uh, and we we started hearing that very very soon uh, after this happened but you know we're we're all sort of asking the question we're all sort of starting to pick up on this business of perfectly healthy people just falling over. Uh, usually because of a heart, almost always. Well, because of a heart thing, and it's usually an arrhythmia thing. And we're seeing this time and time again. James was showing me, and uh, 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 I forget, uh, from Dan Patrick's uh, Facebook page, it's a compilation of all the athletes who have just fallen over in the past year or two. Worldwide. Worldwide. I mean, the, we aren't the only ones having vaccines, people. Right. And, and the question is, did, did the va- is this something to do with the vaccine? Which, if you're in the American media or you're in American politics from a certain uh, bias, you don't want anybody linking vax, uh, vaccinations to these folks just falling over. And I saw a story, and I hadn't heard anything about this. So maybe I missed it, you know, whatever. I'm not sure. But this came out. This, it, it, it's been reported, reported on the, the past couple of days, but it actually happened about a week ago where you have this ABC News producer Dax Tahera in New York. In fact, I'm looking at the New York Post story, which came out just two days ago. Uh, he and his wife uh, are in a steakhouse in Midtown, and uh, they are staying in a fancy uh, hotel, and they leave their two young daughters alone in the hotel room while they go eat at a steak, meet with some friends at a steakhouse. It was on Tuesday. And uh, the story has become about the fact that they left their two children who were aged five months and two years alone in a hotel room, which, yeah, is pretty bad. The mom, Veronica Tahara, says, well, I had a camera on them the whole time so I could see what was going on. But the reason this is in the news is because Dax Sahara, who is 37 years of age and is completely a healthy guy with no previous medical issues, is get, he gets up to go to the bathroom at the steakhouse and he falls over dead of a, of a heart event of some kind, a cardiac event of some kind. And that's what kind of got me about the story because, yeah, the story now all the story, all the coverage of the coverage of this story is about leaving the kids in the hotel room. But man, I'm like, well, hey, here we go. He's another one. He's a healthy guy. Now, at this point, you know, and I'm I'm pandemic out. I don't give a crap what's going on in China anymore. I, I I can't allow this stuff to occupy my brain anymore. I just can't, you know. Uh, so I just don't think about it. <laughs> to be honest with you. But it, it, as far as people having questions as to why 
perfectly healthy individuals, many of them athletes at the top or the apex, if you will, of their physicality, uh, are just falling over dead. And the vaccine, because the only thing that's different as to why this is going on, there's only one thing that's different, and that's that damn vaccine. And the one thing you rarely hear in any of these stories is whether or not that person was vaccinated. And do I have questions? You're damn right I have questions. Um, are people who have questions about this crazy people? Are they being Alex Jonesy? No, I, I don't think they are. I think there are some serious questions here and uh, about what is relatively a new phenomenon, as far as we can tell, that we can track pretty much to these vaccines uh, being rolled out of, again, perfectly healthy people, most of them young, just falling over dead because our heart stops. Seems to me it's one of two things. It's either a, it's usually an arrhythmia thing or it's an enlarged heart. It's one of the two things which, in fact, go hand in hand because I myself have an enlarged heart and I had arrhythmia issues when I that was what brought on my small heart, heart attack a couple of years ago. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying I think it's time to stop looking down your snoot at people who have a question about this stuff. I'm not talking about you, but the folks out there uh, who are vax happy or for whom the vaccine is the holy grail and you don't talk smack about it. Uh, and I know a few people who are of that mindset. Uh, I, you're not. I don't think you're being a conspiracy weirdo by asking some questions here. And I guess there was another. I didn't know this, but Trey brought up there was another ABC producer that had the same thing happen. So I... I I don't know, man. I'm just saying there's a whole lot of folks uh, worldwide who are very healthy people with no priors just falling over from a, from their heart stopping. And, uh, you know, I, again, at this stage in life, it's not something that I obsess over. Or uh, And I am being perfectly honest with you when I say that I'm kind of done with the whole pandemic thing. I ain't getting no more shots. I'll tell you that. that damn right. I'm, no, no more boosters, no more shots. I had the initial vaccine that's all i'm getting it's a personal choice i've already had covid so i'm hoping i got some uh you know immunity going there although i guess the new variant isn't really dealing with immunity very well i don't know we'll talk some more on the other side it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa sean rima 9 till 11 News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. Happy Thursday. Uh, phone lines are open 210-599-5555. We were talking about Representative-elect Kat Kemick, and she's on. She's all over. She's all over Fox News right now. I'm so sorry. There she is, man, from Florida. Called out uh, the Democrats uh, yesterday, she alleges, for having popcorn and booze, <laughs> for which they wanted to strike her words from the record. And uh, they're, they're going to be uh, uh, gearing up again here to do nothing uh, uh, and have meaningless votes uh, starting up at 11 a.m. our time. Uh, I think they stretch this thing into tomorrow. Tomorrow is the anniversary of January 6th, which I was completely unaware of because I don't think about January 6th. But I'm just rolling the dice here that nothing's going to happen today. We're going to have more votes. But uh, I think they want to stretch this thing into tomorrow. We'll see. Um, 210-599-5555. Also, um, I want to ask, this: should football be banned? Should we just get rid of it at this point? Is it just too violent? A lot of, some people are saying that. Uh, since this business of, uh, of, uh, Monday night. And, uh, again, he's neurologically stable, neurologically sound. He's awake. Uh, his teammate, uh, DeMar Hamlin, his uh, teammates are saying that he's, he's talking, he's getting better every day. But there are always folks who are going to take it to that place where, well, it's just too violent. We need to get rid of it. And I guess that happened on The View yesterday. I didn't see it. I don't watch The View. I, I have too much respect for myself. And I don't have much respect for myself. Uh, so I didn't see The View, but apparently uh, they're now 
they were calling for, well, it's it's outdated, it's gladiatorial. You need to play golf. You know what? I, I'm not a big football fan. I can't I can't stand football. I don't I've never understood it. I, I don't know what the hell's going on most of the time. But I can tell you this, as little as I know about football and as low as my interest level is in football, I'd rather watch freaking football than freaking golf, man, any day, all right? But, and we were talking about this on Where and Rima as, you know, is this more about the emasculation of the American male? Because they were saying it's racist, it's toxic. First off, okay, um, the, you, you can't use what happened to Hamlin on Monday night as any kind of standard for whether or not you should ban football or no, because this has never happened before, right? This is a this is the first time this kind of a thing has happened. You've got all kinds of injuries. Obviously, people get legs snapped and, and weird crap like that, but no, nobody's ever fallen over like this. Once in 71 or 72 but the player died later at the hospital. Oh, okay. One other time. Yeah, but... That's it. Yes. So it's not a league-wide prom, uh, problem. It's not something that happens. It's always a risk risk in every game. But, you know, the, the folks who are, I guess, anti-man or anti-male <laughs> or anti-masculine on The View started talking about football going away, which is just not going to happen. Um, I, I, I think it's interesting though, I because that leads us into a conversation about toxic masculinity, which is something we hear all the time these days. And you know, what's really interesting about the whole anti-masculine thing. And there is an anti-masculine thing going on right now. You got a trans, uh, priest now in the Episcopal, the Anglican community in London that wants to normalize trans people for little kids. Uh, you got this obsession with drag queens. But essentially, a lot of this toxic masculinity stuff grew out of the original feminist movement, which really was about equality of, well, I can do what you, I could, you know, I should get paid as much as you get paid for the same job. I'm not going to just stay home and keep my ass in the kitchen and kitchen and make you cocktails and meatloaf. I'm going to go out and have a life. Women should be able to pursue their uh, their version of happiness just like men should. That was the original movement. Uh, And it's odd because here we are in the year 2023, and the very same people who can't shut up about toxic masculinity and men run everything, patriarchy and all that happy crap, are the very same people that uh, are are just, they, they gush over men who choose to live as women and then kick female ass in their own sports. In other words... If being a man is great, as long as you're wearing a freaking dress. <laughs> if you're a man, okay, we're going to argue for your rights over actual women uh, because you're in transition and that's bold and courageous. And if you think about it, a man deciding to live as a woman and uh, being told that that means he actually is a woman, so he gets to uh, you know magically have all of the benefits of feminism uh, as well as uh, claim to have lived the life of a woman, which is bullcrap, uh, just for claiming that they are a woman. Okay, it, it's it's actually the height of misogyny. A bunch of dudes in helmets slamming into each other on a, on a lawn is not, on a field, is not toxic masculinity. In a sense, men taking over women's lives is toxic masculinity. And that's what's interesting about this whole thing. So, uh, this anti-man thing, the, the trip that's going on now. Uh, straight white man, men are just the worst people in the world. Uh, here's Sharon. Sharon, how you doing? But if that straight fine. white if that straight white dude puts on a dress, then he's all right. Then he's admirable. <laughs> Hello. Hey, how you doing? Just fine. I just want to comment on the debacle in our Congress right now, Ugh. our Speaker. 
I, I think it's great. Let me tell you why. Because the two people that are moving this thing are the people they targeted. If they hadn't have been targeted, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, you wouldn't see anybody rising up. So they've been targeted. If you're going to be targeted to be killed, you're going to fight. And so it shows that there's still people that have learned from what they've gone through in Congress. And I don't care if they keep it messed up. It's messed up anyway. But they ought to put Chip Roy in there, put anybody but that other guy. And you know oh, Kevin McCarthy. About. Right, right. I, you know, I, I... I was going to say Kevin McCarthy, but, but I don't agree with him because look how they turned on Trump. And the, Trump was the only voice we had at that time. I'm not a big Trump you know, he's our right. savior. God's our savior. Right, right. But, I mean, Jesus is our savior. But God's allowing him to, to mess up and do all sorts of things, and the Republicans aren't the problem. We know that. I mean, that part of the Republicans that are fighting for this other speakership, I say let them do it because that's what we're supposed to be about. These people well, are I, so I, fu- again, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're doing what they're doing. I, I You know, when I say I don't really have a hard opinion either way, I'm I'm saying that because more than likely he will become the next speaker of the house. So a lot of this is I understand wanting him to get concessions, wanting to get rule changes, so that then down the road, and I, I appreciate the call if he you know wanders off the res there, you can say, well, we got this regular, we got this rule now that you agreed to, and here you are on the record saying this, and I think that's all great. All right. Uh, you've also got a lot of Republicans, though, who are supporting him because they're 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 afraid, they're cowed by the swamp, if you will, and what the impact on their career would be. We got what we have are way too many careerists in Congress and in politics in general, and certainly McCarthy is one of those. Uh, let me take one more, but I, you know, whether it's I don't think it's going to happen today, though. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Uh, anyone but Kevin. The uh, with regards to the just a couple of quick points. That, uh, with regards to the hags on the view, they're always saying uh, you ain't got no business talking about abortion if you're not a woman. Well, those hags on the view have no business talking about football because they are not men playing football. Uh, the, it, I learned this morning that the hags on the view have lawyers on site in the studio on staff. Uh, for every single show they do, an average of three times a month, those lawyers have had to stop the show and correct the hags on The View because mm. there's more misinformation on that right. show than any other show on television today. Oh, and it's a real, it's a real well, shame what they turn that show. When you watch some of the coverage of Barbara Walters last week, last weekend, you know, The View, I mean, who started The View. But, I mean, The View, what it's become is an idiot parade. It really is. There's no her real content. Her intention for the show was completely different. It wasn't gonna, right. it was supposed to be four against one. It was four, four, two, two, one, one, however you want to call it. But I was also calling about this uh, this, this young man who, who had the uh, incident on the football field. The, the Democrats are saying you can't talk about COVID. You can't relate this to COVID. Everything that we now know about COVID, the masks, social distancing, uh, 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 the lockdowns, vaccines that don't vaccinate, boosters that don't boost, have all been proven wrong, which means the Democrats were wrong about all that, which means – and the conservatives were right about all of that, which means more than likely we, the conservatives, are right about this young man and what caused this – and they and the Democrats are again wrong about what but, wrong about everything all the time. You're anyway. right, but what is true of Democrats? They can never be wrong. <laughs> they cannot be wrong. Okay, they and will you know they that. will spin. You know, Steve, they will spin some of the most ridiculous sounding crap to make sure that they're not wrong. And, uh, and you're what, right; they're wrong pretty much all the time. And that's what makes it. I try to reach out to them. I tell them it is it is very difficult to admit to look in the mirror and admit that you are wrong. It is also very difficult to look in the mirror or to look at at, at someone and say you've been lying to me right. all this time. Mm. It's mm. that's very difficult. So for Democrat voters and supporters, it's difficult to look at the the Pelosi's and the Schumer's right. and, and you've the been shit. lying your ass off and to it, me, right? 
and admit that they've been lying to your face, all the insulting your intelligence and right. disrespecting you all this time. I agree, man. I got to run, Steve. Thank you. We'll pick it up from there when we get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Um, Joe Biden is going to speak about border security at some point. Uh, They're saying it's soon, uh, which means it'll probably be about seven or eight hours from now. Okay, that tends to be the window of soonness uh, for this president to speak. Uh, I, I don't expect anything, uh, important will be said. <laughs> I expect there'll be a lot of rambling, nonsensical bullcrap from the president. But if it happens while this program is on, we'll bring it to you live. Um, well, we were talking about the vaccine and, and, and we, we drifting off into, you know, discussions of, uh, uh, of COVID, you know, we've got a new, uh, variant, I guess, uh, coming out of, uh, China. We got higher numbers here uh, in America. Uh, and so it's on our minds. And uh, uh, Steve was pointing out, uh, listener Steve, that pretty much all of the experts, most of the experts, Fauci at the top of the pyramid uh, and the CDC and everybody who was talking to us over the past few years about what to do in regards to COVID, like mask wearing and vaxes. Social distancing, uh, lockdowns for the kids, lockdowns for everybody. Uh, most of that stuff has been proven to be absolute bullcrap. And you probably get sick of me saying it because I say it every time this comes up. But at the very beginning, when it comes to the masks, we were being told don't wear the masks. And one of the people who was saying don't wear the masks was, in fact, Anthony Fauci. Um, I think the problem with COVID is that it was it was also co-opted. I think it was intentional. That's my opinion. But one of the uh, benefits of COVID as to when it happened is it gave a lot of liberal Democrats uh, the ability within their own states to get election laws changed because it was a state. It, we're in different times, right? It's dangerous to go on down to the polls and vote. Personally, I think China released it uh, intentionally to derail Donald Trump. That's just me. Um, but the point being, how you responded to COVID very obviously at some point became more than something biological, and it became a political statement. It became a political identifier, okay? If you're somebody who is proudly wearing your mask everywhere you go, and you you are given to the people that you see along the way who aren't wearing their masks where you think they ought to be. It's it's not only an ego stroke, but it's it's political. Fauci and Biden are telling me to wear the mask. Well, in the, in originally, uh, Fauci telling me to wear the mask. I'm wearing the mask. Trump doesn't want you wearing the mask because he wants to kill people because he's a racist. But you know what I mean? It became, and certainly it is now, I think, for a lot of people still, whether or not you wear a mask, it says something about you, right? Whether or not you're out there getting your boosters. It says something about you. And James and I were talking about this in the hallway. It's it's just, it's assumed that folks who, who have questions about the vaccines, like I do, uh, it's assumed that folks who had questions about the efficacy of the masks, like I did, were also acting out of some political motivation, which I wasn't. I just never thought the damn masks worked. And and I listened to what the people were saying at the very beginning, saying cloth masks don't work, the, the bandanas. Remember when everybody was wearing the freaking bandanas, the judge was wearing bandanas, and they said very early on they don't work. The uh, even Fauci himself had to admit at one point that the cloth masks that people buy don't work. And man, maybe if you couldn't figure that out with your own freaking noggin by putting on one of those stupid masks and your glasses at the same time and try to see through all the steam on your lenses, all right? 
So, you know, for some people, certainly not wearing the masks where they were supposed to be wearing the masks was also a, a statement of some kind. But I think for the vast majority of folks, it was just, well, no, we're just we're getting conflicting information here. And we're putting the masks on the kids and it's messing them up. But I think to this day, and I know because I see him uh, on on Facebook, you know, the people that just got my booster, we can do this, and they got the stupid little profile ring, you know what I mean? I'm a good little drone, just got my boost, got, got my vax, wear my mask, we can do this. You know what I mean? So it, for them, it's something to claim, you know, like, look at me, look at me, look at me. I mean, I'm sorry, I see somebody in their car driving alone, and they're wearing a stinking mask, and I still see it every day, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? So here's my official statement on where I am right now with the COVIDs. As somebody who got the initial vaccine, that's it, and actually contracted COVID with no symptoms while in the hospital, okay? I don't care whether you wear a mask or not. I don't care what you think about the boosters. In fact, I don't give a crap what you think about the COVID in any way, shape, or form. I'm not going to let it occupy any more time in my brain, it was a very stressful time all the way around for all of us. Uh, I'm only going to wear the mask where I am in places where I absolutely have to freaking go. And if they absolutely freaking demand that I wear a mask, I'll wear it. Which, in my case, is normally going to be something medical. Uh, and if I have to pay a visit to a, and a lot of the, a lot of, actually a lot of the doctor's offices now are not requiring it. It's, it's going to go on by the wayside. You're not really, if you want to wear one, that's fine. But, uh, you know, it, it, just so you know, it's from, it's it has nothing to do with politics. A, I'm not sure what the vaxes are, the vaxes are actually doing and B, I don't believe the masks work. Okay, there's, there's where I am. 21059, I don't care, new Omicron variant, whatever the hell it is, new COVID fortune cookies coming out of China. I, I, don't, I don't give a crap. I just don't care. All right, I ain't wearing the mask unless I absolutely freaking have to, and I'm not getting any more shots. How does that make you feel? 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. Tony, hang on. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA. Ow! My emeritus is kicking in. I got it's kind of I got a, I got an issue with some emeritus, and uh, I'm I'm in fact in February I have to go get my emeritus removed. I'm having a surgical procedure to to deal with my emeritus. Do you have that audio still from Jean Corinne Pierre? This is the press secretary. Pope uh, emeritus. Uh, <laughs> Pope uh, emeritus. Uh, emeritus. Don Morgan, have you ever had ever had a bad case of emeritus? You know, it, 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 they have little ointments for it now. I mean, it can leave quite a rash, but you get your emeritus going. Use some gold bond. You look, 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 I got some gold bond right here. A little gold bond on your emeritus patch. Pope uh, emeritus. And it'll, you know, it'll uh, uh, make the itch go away just enough to be able to handle it. Because that emeritus can really, you know, right. chap your ass. <laughs> Could put a damper on any slow dancing you may have planned for the weekend. Baby, I'd, I'd, I'd love to go home with you, but I, I got to tell you something I got. I got diagnosed with emeritus uh, a couple of days ago. and uh... Anyway. Uh, two ones... <laughs> That'll be a doctor's standard answer to the question. Ever seen this before? Yeah. <laughs> it's emeritus. It's emeritus. But only noble uh, prize-winning uh, doctors would, would know that. Right, yeah. Um, 210. <laughs> I'm sorry. The chick sucks at her job. Okay. Pope. Uh, emeritus. I know she's a black lesbian and stuff, but, you know, I'm just saying she sucks at her job, man. Emeritus. Uh, 210-599-5555. There's Tony. Tony, how you doing? How's your emeritus? Thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Um, 
my bitch is with uh, Fossey. Uh, Bob? man will not go to jail. What? Uh, I will bet the ranch in Vegas on that. Uh, he should be, he's in a state of denial, just like the Nazis were in the Nuremberg trials. Who, who we, he should who, be facing the same consequences that the Nazis did. Hanging. Uh, who are we talking about? Oh, Fauci. Yeah. Uh, oh, I said Fossey. I'm like, what did Bob Fossey do to you? Apart from some real over-sexualized he, dance only, numbers. He, well, he killed 4 million people, according to Rand Paul. I'm talking Dr. about Rand Fauci. Paul. Yeah, You said Fossey at first. I'm like... Oh, okay. Yeah, well, uh, anyway... Uh, Cabaret wasn't that bad. What? This country is. It goes to show you how sleek this country is. He's going to get away with murder. He's not only 4 million people. He's going to get away with destroying our economy, along with the Red Chinese. And... Uh, it goes to show you that laws are for the peons, the peasants, and the morons. Not for the elite, not for the inbred mongoloid royals. They have had the peasants duped on this planet. Right. The royals and the elites for thousands of years. They'll never end. I agree. Thanks for the and, call. Uh, I got to go. 210-599-5555. Uh, got the first gender queer priest in the Church of England. <laughs> So trannied out. I'm just. I'm so queened out. I'm so trannied out. Uh, Jim, hang on, Alex. The first gender queer priest in the Church of England uh, expresses desire for quote normalizing identity among children. Reverend Bingo Allison. <laughs> no, this dude's name Are is you... Bingo. No, as in, as in I N G O. Yes. I, okay. I try to get in. I try to get involved, not just in my religious work, but outside it with the local secular LGBT youth groups. Says Reverend Bingo Allison, a Church of England priest from the Diocese of Liverpool. Oh, I'm sorry, I did the wrong accent. I try to get involved in not just my religious work, but outside it. That's the worst Liverpudlian accent I've ever done in my life. Wait a minute. He's from Liverpool, and his name is Bingo. Come on, dude. <laughs> Is it Father Bingo? Sorry, Ringo was already taken by somebody else from Liverpool, huh? So we had to go with Bingo. Do we call him Mother Bingo or Father Bingo? Father Bingo. <laughs> Mother. Wait. I don't know. Is it Mother Bingo or Father Bingo? Or none of either. Get it? <laughs> um. Let's see. He identifies as... See, I don't even know what any of this stuff means anymore. Identifies as genderqueer. Wait, wait. He's not binary. So he's got no bind. He's not binary. He's not one or the other. But he is genderqueer. What is non-genderqueer? Is there, is there... I mean, is there like... Is there genderless queer? Is there gendered up queer? Is there queer that's non-binary with gender? You know what I mean? I, I don't. I, I don't even know what this means at this point. But he's a they and a them. One of the biggest things is just being a visual representation of my community and going into schools, doing assemblies, and making a huge difference in normalizing it for children. When I'm wearing my collar, it lets everyone know that it's okay, and there is a place in church and. The outside world for people just like me. And he's got a real crummy interpretation of Genesis 127. Uh, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, him. Which Reverend Bingo Allison... <laughs> Who actually looks kind of like uh, that chick from Florida, Kat Kamen. Uh, uh, a slightly weird British version of her. Uh, Bingo Allison maintains that means maleness to fe- femaleness. It doesn't mean God created a dude and then he created a woman. It means he created two beings, some of which are male-y and some are female-y. And that's a kind of a crummy interpretation of scripture. It's it's a pretty simple scripture. It's not it's not you know there's no space for you know a, a, a additional interpretation. God created man, 
God created woman. But Reverend Bingo Allison. <laughs> no offense to you, but did he get his clergy the same way you did out of a magazine? He paid less. <laughs> or he paid more, actually. I only paid 20 bucks. And uh, uh, let's see. Uh, th- he thinks that kids you know, need to know that this is normal so that they still want to go to church even though there's dudes there wearing dresses. Uh, now, this is where, it re- now, where bingo kind of gets me. Then we got to take a break here, and I know I talked through the calls here. But on, in, he did a sermon. She, Shim, did a, a sermon commemorating Trans Day of Visibility in 2021. And uh, Father Bingo, or Mom Bingo, whatever the hell his name is, Reverend Bingo Allison likened the plight of transgendered people to the suffering of the martyrs mentioned in Hebrews. So just as St. Stephen uh, was, was executed for discussing the resurrection of Jesus Christ, is no difference between that and mispronoun- mispronouncing, uh, you know, uh, Bingo Allison. <laughs> Forgive me, Bingo, for I have sinned. Forgive me, Bingo, for I have sinned. Wasn't Stephen was Stephen crucified? I'm not sure. I can't remember how they took him out. I got to look it I over. One of them lost eyes or while burned they were, to death or something. Eyes removed while they were alive or something. That's a little different than somebody messing up your pronoun. I'm just saying it's a smidge different from somebody mispronouncing your pr- or misgendering you than your ass being stoned to death or nailed to a tree. Okay, just just putting it out there. Just saying. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. At the top of the hour, we'll keep on top of the news. Better understand what's going on. And that's really what's happening here. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Swish. Uh, news Talk 550 KTSA. Father Bingo. This is great. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Final few moments of the gig. <laughs> uh, let's see. God, I was going to say something so dirty, but I'm not going to. Awesome. About Father Bingo. Um, here's Jim. Jim, how you doing? <laughs> and the balls are mixed. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This, this this bingo kind of became a distraction, but my $64 question is, is to the press secretary, or Jean-Claude, whatever the hell her name Jean is. Jean-Pierre Clouseau? Yeah, something like that. How do you spend that kind of money, sixty dollars to $100,000 a year at some Ivy League school and still come out dumber than a bucket of warm spit? How is that even possible? It happens every day, man. <laughs> that's all I got. I've, I've, I've met a lot of morons with college degrees. I've met a lot oh, yeah, of incredible. No, I mean I've met a lot of incredibly intelligent people with. I'm not diminishing, you know, folks who really go to college for the real reason to learn stuff. But I have met a lot of stupid people with college degrees. That's for certain. Oh, well, yeah. If you got a degree in, you know, astrophysics or, or something like that. But, right. you know, you can get a degree, I think, in underwater basket weaving today, can't you? Probably. Probably. I think that was yeah, uh, my second it. major. All right, I got to run, man. Thanks for the call. No, but I, I have met. In fact, I, I think of somebody I know in Colorado who is, you know, a, a older than me, uh, has multiple degrees, is a Ph.D., I think twice over, and yet... You get this person to a com and, and is normally ex- incredibly intelligent and literate. And you get this person into a discussion about politics, and he just becomes a complete dumbass. And and it's it's weird. And I'm not I'm not being insulting. I'm just being told. I've I've heard some of the most moronic crap come out of people for political reasons, or come out of people's mouths for political reasons, who have multiple degrees hanging on the wall. And they will believe the most ridiculous crap as long as the right person's saying it. 
Oh, is there Biden speaking now? Yeah. Do we have time to go to it? No, not really. He's speaking. Well, it's probably going to be gibberish anyway. He's uh, speaking about visiting El Paso this weekend. And he's got Kamala Harris, his border czar, uh, right between him. Or right, I'm sorry, right behind him at the podium there. You don't they don't wheel her out very often. So uh like I said, we're we're a little too short on time to to go to it live, but we'll we'll be hearing uh, I'm sure what he has to say uh, very soon. Here's uh Al- Alex. Uh, how you doing, Alex? Thank you for taking my call. I'm doing fine. I'm just wondering if diaper Joe is gonna go down to the border and smell those little girls' hair that Yeesh. rascal. Well, he's talking about it right now, so we're going to find out very soon. Uh, and I appreciate the call. What, what, what? You know, his plans are. Is he going to the border? He says he's going to El Paso this weekend. At least that's what uh, the Fox News is reporting. I can't hear the audio on 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 his on his statement. So I'm I just kind of the visual cues I'm getting here. He's smiling a lot, and she looks sanctimonious as hell. can't blame them wanting to do it. They flee oppression, you know, uh, to the the freest nation in the world. They chase their own American dream in the greatest nation in the world. And the story of America is the story of so many of your families, including mine, going back to the mid-1800s. That's probably a lie. There are a number of ways to immigrate Mm. to America legally under our existing laws. (laughs) For example, an American citizen, an American citizen can sponsor an immediate family member from another country. An American company can sponsor an employee from another country. Mm. There are visas for students to study in our colleges and other special categories. And regardless of the legal pathway they, 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 they process, they process them to require everyone be involved in following the law. That's the notion. There are laws to get here legally. Oh, come on. That includes another legal way for, uh, for someone to come to America by seeking asylum. Because they're fleeing persecution, like a lot of our ancestors did as well. And for many people, that's what's happening on our southwest border now. Over the past several years, thousands of people have been fleeing from Central and South um, America. Millions, sir. <laughs> ruled by oppressive dictators, including Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and escaping gang violence, which has a sad impact in Haiti. Currently, these four countries account for most of the people traveling into All right, you'll hear more about this crap coming up. Thank you, James. This Thanks. is pathetic. It oh, is. my God. Elaine, Don, and Trey, God bless you. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.